Hey yo, hey yo, hey yo, what's up? This is JK coming at you directly with the Big Three Fan Podcast, where we talk all things Big Three and a bunch of other related stuff. So I am normally joined by my co-host, Ace Hitman, but he is out in South Dakota, tearing it up in wild South Dakota uh, with a little bit of business. So before we get into it, I want to say that today's podcast is brought to you by Territory. Taste more of life. Great tasting, great for you food made for folks who eat, move, and live intentionally. We work with the best local chefs who craft each meal in their own restaurants and deliver them fresh and ready to eat at your convenience. Check us out at TerritoryFoods.com. So what are we going to cover today? Lots of good stuff to talk about. Games from this weekend out in L.A. Of course, all the celebs showed up. Uh, We'll talk about that. A little bit about the playoff picture, which is now in uh, in full gear. The Charles Oakley comeback, returning to the floor. Uh, Rashad McCants talking some smack about the NBA. We'll uh, cover the Q versus LeVar Ball four-point contest. So let's do it. Alright, so first off, games from this weekend. So this was the closing weekend of the Big Three's inaugural season, eight games, and closed it out in front of the fans out in L.A. at the Staples Center. A couple of things of note. First, uh, Richard Lewis hit his uh, scoring title by hitting, I think he needed 16 points for the game, so he closed that out, scoring champ for the inaugural season of the Big Three. Also, Trilogy ended up uh, completing a perfect record, 8-0. And uh, overall, of course, is the last game, so the the final two playoff spots uh, were determined. And uh, some of the, I mean, some of the fans in attendance included, of course, uh, Ice Cube, but uh, tons of other interesting celebs. Of course, Genie Bus showed up. Uh, you had LL Cool J, uh, Chad Johnson, you know, Ocho Cinco, Oscar De La Hoya, Dwayne Wade, uh, Chris Brown, T Pain, Kenny Smith. Um, all these folks, Rafael Sadiq, uh, uh, Gilbert Arenas was there. Uh, mentioned LeVar Ball earlier, and um, you know one of his uh, sons, LaMelo Ball. Also, Lamar Odom, uh, which in an interesting storyline is um, a potential for the big three. We know that there's some talk going on there where uh, I think Ice Cube mentioned he was excited to potentially have Lamar join the league. Lamar's 37, still um, plenty of... of, of you know, opportunity there to play in terms of his age. He hasn't played for a few years now, and we know he's been through a lot of ups and downs. But uh, in, a, in an interesting twist, and I don't know if there's any history there, but Charles Oakley, the coach uh, of the Killer Threes, said he doesn't want him on his team. He said he's been given enough chances, and he's not interested in having him on the Killer Threes. So I thought that was interesting. Maybe that'll provide some motivation to you, Lamar. I would love to see it back on the court, man, as a Laker fan, um, lifelong, um, man, I would love to see you play in again and, and, you know, get, be cleaned up, stay cleaned up and get out there and, uh, and just kick some butt. So anyway, that, that, that was interesting aside, uh, from, uh, the attendance of Lamar Odom brought that to mind. So we're heading into the playoffs in, which start next week in Seattle. Uh, the, uh, eight teams will all play 
Uh, you may remember we talked about this last week. The top four are in contention for the championship, but the bottom four are essentially in the you know the runner-up bracket or the consolation bracket. Uh, those games are ultimately going to be uh, Ball Hogs versus Tri-State and the Killer Threes versus Threes Company. Uh, you'll know I've been a big fan of the Killer Threes all season. I think they played well below their potential. They had a lot of close games, and uh, I think they – they're way better than their two and six record reflects. So, um, but the, those are the, the games for the runners-up bracket, and then the other games. So, three-headed monsters versus power, uh, and the uh, you know, number one seeded trilogy against ghost ballers, and that's for the championship bracket. So, those those two games winners will meet in Vegas the following weekend for the Big Three Championship. That's August twenty sixth. On, uh, on Saturday. So let's talk about the games specifically and a little bit of, uh, of what happened there. Um, I just gave you the, the results and what's happening here in the playoffs. So uh, uh, you already know kind of where we're at heading into the, uh, the first round of the playoffs. But Tri-State uh, ended up beating Power 51 to 42. Uh, so Power ends up finishing the season at four and four. Tri-State ends up finishing at three and Three and five. So, what happened there in that first game was that because uh, Power ended up losing, uh, there was an opportunity for Three's company still to um, you know to step up. So the the next game was uh, uh, Trilogy versus the Killer Threes. That was uh, Trilogy over the Killer Threes, fifty to forty one. And uh, this was a game where we had a few interesting storylines. I think first and foremost, and I alluded to it earlier, Trilogy ends up, you know, going 8-0, so big milestone for the team. Uh, they had, the game was close. I mean, they, they won by nine, but it was back and forth, and uh, you had a whole bunch of interesting, um, you know, things happening there. Um, I'll talk about it in a little more depth here in, in a couple of minutes, but you had Charles Oakley, you know, on the floor uh, trying to make some stuff happen. He hasn't played in a long time. Uh, and, you know, and you had a team that I think, again, was playing well below its potential in the Killer Threes, looking to at least get one loss in uh, in Trilogy's uh, loss column. But in the end, they just couldn't do it. Rashad McCants, 17 points. Um, Al Harrington, 16 points. James White, 10 points. And um, even though Steven Jackson scored 16 and he's been a dominant force for the Killer Threes, um, his efforts have not, resulted in wins and that's a bummer he's really left it out on the court every single night uh so that is um the trilogy versus killer threes recap then you have ball hogs against threes company and so really ball hogs have just been bringing up the rear all season they ended up winning this game 50 to 47 over threes company and the deal was if threes company won they could make the playoffs or they end up losing by three so that's that's a bummer against the the you know team really just that has been in the uh, in the gutter all season. Uh, it's a bummer to miss the playoffs like that. And so uh, you end the year with the Ball Hogs at two and six, and then Three's Company at three and five. So uh, clinched the number three seed for um, for power. Then you got Ghost Ballers uh, over the Three Headed Monsters, fifty to thirty three. And uh, that gave the um, uh, 
Ghost Ballers an opportunity here to uh, make the playoffs, basically, right? So, so they ended up winning. Three-headed monsters had already locked up the number two seed, and um, you know it just ended up playing out such that uh, such that the Ghost Ballers uh, crushed them. I mean, it was it, I don't know in terms of effort, um, seventeen-point win in the big three is a is a pretty major uh, can of whoop ass. So. Uh, Ghost Ballers did what they needed to do, and they uh, are going to be in the playoffs as a result of it. So I think they can go far. They got they got quite a team. Um, and uh, a couple other stats from that one. I think Mike Bibby ended up hitting his sixth four-pointer of the season and um, ended, ending with 13 points. I think Ricky Davis had 13, Evan Johnson 12, Marcus Banks 10. Good um, distribution across, um, you know, across the team. But you know, in the end, uh, Ghost Ballers pulled it out. Um, Richard Lewis clinched the scoring title. Interesting game um, with that last seed, that fourth seed up for grabs. So really exciting weekend. Again, lots of celebs out. They were in L.A. Um, all the final playoff positions became known. We know what we're getting into in Seattle next week. Uh, and one of the things I talked about earlier was just Charles Oakley back on the court in that killer threes game. And I waited to talk about it because – there are a few different things of note to call out. First, um, he's had like 13 years off, right? And you know, if you've been following it, that he was banned from uh, Madison Square Garden for a bit uh, for an altercation in the crowd. And uh, just he's always been known as a very, very tough player, very physical player, uh, and uh, all-around tough guy. So he, he came off the... Bench suited up and played for the first time uh, in a you know, professional league in 13 years, I think it is. So that's pretty wild. But looked to be in, in good shape, big dude, uh, of course. And um, he hadn't played any in any of the games, right? So n- none of the first seven games. So here here's a stat line, though. Eight minutes, zero points, four fouls, including an intentional foul, uh, which was basically a backhand uh, smack across Al Harrington's mouth. Uh, so he he was, and I, I I don't know what he would have otherwise been doing with his hand. He uh, I think Al Harrington kind of had his hand on um, Oakley's left arm, and Oakley kind of pulled that left arm away, and then just flew his right arm back and just wrecked Al Harrington right just right across the mouth, man. Uh, how it didn't erupt immediately after that, I don't know, honestly, but it did get chippy. Uh, I think Oakley was getting into it with James White, and it, it was a it was a very uh, it was a very chippy game just altogether. So anyway, all that said, I thought it was exciting. You know, this was how the NBA was uh, in you know going back to the '80s and early '90s. Much, uh, much, maybe even late nineties. I'd say early nineties. Rough, rough game. Um, fouls, you know, hand checking fouls were were called way less frequently, and for things that were um, uh, way more severe. Right, the threshold for a foul was was much higher in terms of severity. Uh, and you know, Rashad McCants had had noted that people are you know, kind of used to NBA softness, and so they were a little aghast at. at you know, the foul that, uh, the, the intentional foul that, uh, Oakley, or sorry, the flagrant foul, excuse me, that Oakley, uh, committed. And, uh, it was, um, you know, it was just like 
part and parcel to the way that Oakley plays and the way that the game was played a long time ago. So it, it was just kind of, you know, funny about Rashad calling the NBA a little bit soft, which, I mean, I, you know, the, the rules that are put in place are, are put there to protect players and kind of clean up the game and uh, are built around sportsmanship. And, um, you know, I have to respect that. By the same token, I also have to respect guys out there banging bodies and making it happen uh, at all costs. That competitive spirit in that kind of articulation is its exciting. It's why um, combat sports in, uh, in general are exciting. It's why contact sports uh, in general are exciting. So I guess i got to say that's, that's the kind of thing that's going to bring fans out, I think. Within reason, let's put it that way. So uh, another thing that was was built up before this game was LeVar Ball and Ice Cube kind of calling each other out over uh, maybe a four-point shooting contest, who could, who, who's going to be who. And uh, similar to the one they had a couple weeks ago, uh, they uh, not these two guys, but the, the league had put one on a couple weeks ago, there was basically a minute of shooting. And then uh, whoever makes the most baskets in that minute, shooting at the same basket at the same time is the winner. And it's basically ball boys just passing balls over to these guys. And so after a full minute of shooting, and I don't know how many shots, uh, Cube ends up pulling out the win over LeVar Ball, 2-1. to one. So uh, whereas hey, that Killer Threes game uh, and Trilogy was, was exciting, lots of uh, fun stuff to watch, some conflict there, uh, wouldn't say quite as much for the four-point contest. But Cube took the win. You know, LeVar uh, took it with um, – uh, you know, with, with class and they, they had fun. That, that's cool. And that's what I, that's what I like to see. You know, there was also uh, at halftime, uh, Snoop Dogg came out and did a few songs. I remember uh, Ice Cube was out there uh, a few weeks back doing the same thing. It was cool to see Snoop out there doing his thing and, and, and uh, helping support uh, his man, his boy Cube. Um, also just uh the crowd i mean it was it was packed it was jam-packed so good to see people showing up i think they'll continue to show up. i think it's, a, it's an entertainment first league the the way the rules are structured the way that the entire day is structured with the various teams playing at the same time the, the, the halftime shows the after parties the pre-parties all of that right like it's just built for uh, a place like la so it was good to see everybody out there uh, and so that that about wraps it up, right? There's there's not too much else here um, to cover. I'll say I'm really excited about the playoffs starting. Uh, it's going to be in Seattle and then heading to Vegas. So pumped about that. Pumped to see who can maybe dethrone Trilogy. I don't know. They, they, there ain't no – nobody has, has stepped up and done it yet, but I think we have some really legitimate teams. It's a single game. All you got to do is get up for that one game and make it happen. you got four-pointers. Scores to 50. I think anything can happen. These teams are going to be dialed in. That's what I think. So uh, I'm not going to bet against Trilogy. However, I would not be shocked if there was an upset. So uh, that's it for today. Uh, again, we'll be back next week to cover the playoffs coming out of Seattle. We'll have Ace Hitman back in the saddle for that. So let me just say, as always, thanks to Ice Cube and the league for coming together and bringing high-quality competition and entertainment to us. You can find the Big 3 Fan Podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, and TuneIn. Follow the Big 3 Fan Podcast on Facebook and Twitter at, at Big3FanPodcast. Uh, shoot ideas our way at Big3FanPodcast at gmail.com. 
And again, the next show will be available a week from today. And as always, cover the latest and greatest from the big three games and news. So do good things, and we will catch you on the flip.